But I would tell you that back then, whether or not we were successful in those conditions relied upon how we went about the task of attracting talent. What we did to keep people satisfied and engaged was even more important. If you're a CEO, entrepreneur, or business owner that can't seem to figure out what is blocking you from attaining the next level of growth in your business, then listen up. I'm Maria De Lorenzis Reyes. I've taken what I've learned in 30 years working inside multi-million dollar corporations, building my own business, and consulting my clients, and discovered five themes that stop a business from scaling. I've created a tool to help you get the answers you need to get unstuck and unlock the next level of growth. Head over to scale.mariadr.com and click the link to get your custom Scale Factor Formula scorecard when this episode is over. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Finding the Upside. I'm so happy you chose to join me today. I have a shorty episode today, and we're talking about why staff might leave and what to do about it. So if you're a leader or CEO, listen up. I'm going to share a story with you. Imagine this. You have an entry-level position. You've trained for six months so that that person can step into that role and can do the job efficiently, effectively. They're right at the point where they're actually going to be able to contribute to the full level of what the position requires. Six months of training, all of that time, and they come in and give their notice because they're going to walk across the street to a competitor just for an additional $1,000 a year. Now, I'd love if you would take a guess at when this incident occurred. It sounds like something that could have happened today, right? or last week, in the past few years. But this is actually a story I'm sharing of something that happened 25 years ago. 25 years ago, I worked at a company and I had a team of over 100 people with many managers underneath me running their own teams. And we would frequently have entry-level positions that fit exactly that role, six months of training where they finally got to a point where they could actually do the job and they give their notice they were going to a competitor for just an extra thousand dollars a year. And managers working underneath me would really get frustrated with this. Now, let me give you some context. This was at a time, 25 years ago, I was at the beginning of my leadership journey. And I only had been in management for maybe four or five years. This was a condition that we were facing. And although I would explain to my managers that this was a reality of the situation that we were facing, the why, they would often still get really frustrated by this. So why was this a condition we were facing? It was because This was right at a time when companies stopped and corporate America stopped. The benefits that stayed with employees that stayed with the company for a long time. 
so aka vesting, where you had profit sharing and pensions. You know, pensions were the usual in the public sector. In the private sector, although pensions were not standard, there was usually some kind of program prior to this time, which was profit sharing or a hybrid pension and profit sharing with all kinds of vesting, meaning that if you left the company, you lost. You lost all the vesting you had. The more time you had at a company, the more benefits you had and the more vesting you had, the longer you were there, the more you had to lose. That was the way things were run. And the conditions that this created by all of that being removed, literally all of that was being removed. The only benefit you were getting and the only way that companies were attracting people was through salary. So compensation with, you know, your basic benefit package, like health insurance, dental and such. But I should point out that at the time they were healthier than they are today. And that was a time with those benefit package that was just starting to be normal practice where companies would look at this cost cutting saving type of activity of how to offer less. But that was the condition. And I tell this story to illustrate the pattern and how we faced that, what we did. We certainly didn't come to a dead stop when somebody left, but we did feel the impact of being down a person and having to recruit and retrain someone else. So we certainly weren't operating properly or uh, the most efficiently we could. But here's the thing. This was a pattern and one that's repeating now, right? As I told that story, you're probably thinking, oh, that's something that happens right now. But I would tell you that back then, whether or not we were successful in those conditions relied upon how we went about the task of attracting talent. What we did to keep people satisfied and engaged was even more important. And I will say that I think it's kind of shocking how we in the business world have lost sight of that. 25 years later, that's all forgotten. You know, maybe that's a trend when times are great, times are good, we can find people, we forget all the history. And then we start to react instead of understanding that there's a pattern to what we're experiencing now. And if we go back to how we got here and really have a strategy, we would be in a much better position. So this is the reality. It is a pattern, one that's predictable if we look back to that other time. In today's current situation, it is much like it was 25 years ago or so. And as a CEO or leader, you will be so much more poised and positioned to deal with the reality if you accept where we are. This is the new world, but very reminiscent of a time that started way back to the time of the story that I told. 
And it is my opinion that many companies would do much better if they rose to accept this and created a strategy to meet the current labor market, if you want them to stay. But if you want people to stay, I warn you, to create a winning strategy, it's going to take a little mindset work on your part to maybe change your perspective about how your people are your most important resource. I say all the time, people get us there. As business owners, as companies, people get us there. I know everybody's talking about AI and how that's going to change the face of business and jobs. But I will tell you what, you are not going to be able to remove people completely from the equation. Yes, there'll be certain tasks that can be done by AI, but we need people. So create a package where they have a lot to lose if they leave. And guess what that will do? That will put you in a mode of protecting your own sustainability for your company, for your business. If you change your perspective and approach it that way, I promise you, you will thrive in the current conditions. Well, that's all for this episode of Finding the Upside. Thank you so much for joining me for this shorty episode. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Finding the Upside. Bye for now. All right, so I hope you loved this episode and found it valuable. Thanks for hanging out with me. And if you'd be so kind, if you know someone else that this will help, please share this episode with them. Just grab a link for this specific episode, text it to a friend or colleague so it can help more people like you. Thanks so much for tuning in. I will see you next time for more entrepreneurial goodness. Same time, same place on the Finding the Upside podcast.